0: So, guess what? What? I don't know. Pair of Kings, Season 2. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined by not one, but two people in the podcast studio today. First, we have my co-host. Saul Thompson. Hey, everybody. Hey, Saul. Uh, Hope
1: you are doing well. Hope you're having a great Thursday.
0: Yes, indeed. Saul, who else do we have with us today?
1: Um, You have a guest that I'm very excited for, as I am every week. Uh, (laughs) But we have um, somebody who has been... How would you describe it?
0: Working with... I'd say upcycling... Fine leathers, uh, designer leathers, making excellently crafted products—all uh, hand sewn hand-painted, hand-picked. They are really bar none, on from what I've seen. Uh, Marquise Martin, welcome to Pair of Kings.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm I'm really happy to be here and to talk to people. I don't get the chance to speak to people very often because I hang out in my house all day working on pieces and. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen a well, I have guests in my house, but besides that, like people I don't I I don't see new people. That that's it. That's mm. it.
0: <laughs> well, unfortunately we can't see you today. We are we are on the audio <laughs> medium, but we're yes. happy to be talking to you, my friends. Uh first and foremost, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm I'm very happy today. Today's a good day. Oh, I'm yes. Glad to
1: hear it. Glad to hear it. Um quarantine yeah. been been okay, treating you well. You know
2: I I am I'm a mix I'm a mixture between antisocial and very social. Um, I'm I'm very social but I have a very short amount of energy to talk to people. Yeah. Okay. And and so it's been nice to like have separation and have more energy to work on my pieces. Mm-hmm. But I really miss I really miss going out and like going to restaurants and going to clubs and getting lit. But I I'm making do for now. I'm trying my best how are you guys doing?
0: I'm good um it it's been weird but you know sometimes that produces fine results like with the podcast that's been awesome you know I've just been staying healthy and trying to get creative and reach out to people via my phone maybe who I haven't talked to in a while and just see how everybody's doing and just try to enjoy it because hopefully we won't experience anything like this again for the rest of our lives but uh you know try and make the best of it is what i'm what i'm doing
2: yeah i'm really hoping that this doesn't happen again this has been a very harsh period of time it sure has i have never been sadder in Uh, my life before overall
0: yeah
1: it's definitely rough i feel like i it's been nice um like certain aspects i've enjoyed but there have also just been times where it's just I wake up in my room and I realize that I haven't left my house in a day and a half, and haven't you know been outside or gotten any fresh air. Definitely yeah. gets uh, difficult.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. And for many people in various areas, it's it's hard to it's hard to leave the house and go places. Like in my mm-hmm. area, it's about hundred and twenty. Oh wow! No, well, it's it's it's, it's more like one twelve on certain days, It's it's hot as hell.
3: And oh my goodness. Out.
2: It's really cool outside and it's a really cool day. But quite, quite commonly, whenever we go out to like go places in general, we usually go to restaurants or, or like indoor facilities to mm-hmm. hang out because you can't really hang out outside during <laughs> the summertime.
0: No, you but can't. Now
2: that, yeah, but, but, but now that um, it's relapsing somewhat uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the reopening process and things are closing up again, and more, more specifically, malls and restaurants are closing up again. There's not much space to hang out with people anymore. Mm. That's really sad.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. But hopefully it'll all be for the best down the road. Well, all we can do is hope in that regard. Exactly. And continue to pursue our creative paths that the three of us are all doing with Marquise and his his pieces and us with the pod. Just got to keep on keeping on, so to speak. Yeah.
2: This is the best time to be to be creating right now. This is the best time to 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 utilize these moments to think more about how you can push your label as a creator, for sure.
3: Absolutely,
0: mm. absolutely. So, Marquise, to start things off, as per pair of kings tradition, can we get a fit check?
2: You can get a fit check. I Lovely. I just got done working. Um, I will say this quite commonly. My my my. Right now, I'm wearing Birkenstocks. Uh, they're the vegetable uh, tan le- uh, tan ones. I, nice. I really love veg tan leather. I love it so much. Um, and then I have some Levi's shorts on, and I have a a a, a beat up a beat up uh, a cause shirt.
3: Nice. Yeah,
2: cause unique shirt. The one with the the one with cause uh, and, and uh, Elmo and and Bert and Ernie. Um,
0: <laughs> I think I might have the same one.
2: I think we all have the same one. I think we all have the same when they released them. I bought like four of them. Um, uh, and they're all true. covered in paint now. Now I,
0: they're they're one of ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're covered in paint, glue, uh, oils, just mad leatherworking things. I don't dress very nicely whenever I'm working. I, I just wear mm. whatever, is, uh, whatever is comfortable and able to be destroyed with paint. Because... <laughs> It's a lot of it's leathercraft is a very dirty job, somewhat. Yeah,
3: Mm.
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, excellent fit though, perfect. John, creative fit. Can we get a fit from you or fit check?
1: Excuse me from you, John.
0: Well, you absolutely can. Um, (laughs) Okay. I just got back. I was a little stressed because I thought I was going to be late for our interview. Um, I was driving home. I went to eat with my family at the beach, and driving home, the main road to get back to my house was closed, and it wasn't closed when I went to the beach, so I had to figure out an alternate route, and on that alternate route, I had some train tracks to cross, and I had to wait for probably seven or eight minutes as a freight train filled with coal rumbled down the line. So. We made it with five minutes to spare, though, thankfully. Um, but I am still in my beach fit. We've got the, what else but the pod stocks, folks. Uh, big-time shoes for big-time podcasts. Happy to be matching with Marquise, although mine aren't veg tan leather. But that those are a beautiful pair. Um, on the legs, I have a pair of swim trunks. They are – I'm not sure what brand they are, but they are navy blue with red – Flying birds on them. I can't quite tell what type of bird it is, but they're nice. Um, Probably like a a four-and-a-half, five-inch inseam. And then on top, we have a Supreme shirt from, I think, fall-winter 2017. It's called the Friends Tee, and Mm. it's a really neat shirt. It's got like a 3D tortoise, frog, and dodo bird on it.
2: Yes, I love that one so much. It's so cute.
0: I love the weird ones that Supreme put out because they They stand out like I'd so much rather wear this than a box logo,
2: yes, exactly.
0: I'm glad you feel the same way like this is <laughs> this was like my favorite piece to come out of that season, and my shirt is pretty much torn to shreds at this point, but <laughs> I love it. Like that. <laughs> it it do um, but yeah, nice beach fit, I think I probably smell like the beach right now too, which. To some, that's good. Some, it's a, it's fresh water. I live by Lake Michigan, so. Cool. Ah, uh,
2: that kind of beach fresh, that yep. kind of beach smell. Oh my gosh, right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: Saul. How about yourself?
1: Um, let's see. I am also wearing Birkenstocks. Um, oh my gosh, three for three. Three for three. This three is huge. This is three a pair beautiful. of
0: kings first. <laughs> We're making history.
1: Uh, moving up, I have a pair of shorts that I got in Australia when I was there. Um, they are called, uh, the Chester short, I guess that's just the company's name. I can't see the company's name, um, on the back. However, um, they are, um, linen shorts, brown linen shorts with probably a five and a half or six inch inseam, um, that are very comfortable and I like them a lot. And then I am wearing up top um, the shirts that MoMA, um, like New York City MoMA, released um, for Keith Herring's um, show. So, you know, it just has Keith Herring on the front. And then on the back, it says uh, Keith Herring X MoMA. Um, oh, nice. It's one of my favorite shirts. I've had it for about four or five years now. I've just worn it
0: to bits, basically.
2: I love wow, it. Real cozy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're we're locked in, ready for a nice pod.
2: Nice for, ready for a nice long relaxing pod. We're going in today.
0: Oh, I cannot wait. On that note, let's start things right off. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Let's do it. So Marquise, you yes. are quite the designer, if I do say so myself. I exactly what is this? that? Oh. <laughs> happy happy to dish out the compliment. It is very well deserved. Like, you, you back it up. Um, but what is the story behind your design work? How did you get into it? What has the timeline looked like? And what, what brought you to where you are now?
2: So I got the idea. It's, it's been a long-term idea. I think, I think if I could trace it back in a, in a more like inspiration. I mean, the point of inspiration, I think, for me, was definitely seeing other creators uh, of, of the past. Mm. I think the first person I heard of, of doing this was definitely Dapper Dan um, mm-hmm. and the, who did that in the past and um, I saw a lot of his pieces all, all over New York in like various thrift stores and consignment stores. Mm. If you look around real hard in New York, you can find his pieces and uh, seeing his pieces in real life as well as seeing other people there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of underground creators in New York who do the same thing uh, or do similar things, I suppose um, mm. and so seeing those pieces in real life and seeing the the being able to analyze what they created was definitely really amazing and, and really inspiring, uh, as well as other creators nowadays who are doing the same thing. Uh, people mm. who I think of are uh, Itai, uh, Gucci Vatan Don uh, Shoe Surgeon as well, who's who's who's, who's kind of doing a, who's kind of doing that with some of his shoes, reusing mm-hmm. uh, a de- designer uh, materials to make their own uh, uh, unique pieces. But mm-hmm. it's definitely been a mixture of uh, multiple inspirations by those creators. Um, but I would say that the the point that made me begin this was definitely on a whim. Uh, oh. One day I saw I was seeing Itai's letter cases that he made. He's the person who makes, le- uh, makes a makes who, who kind of like or, or, who kind of e- originated the, the design of, of the letter cases, and I saw his pieces and I. Just immediately was intrigued by, by the design and by the construction of the piece itself mm-hmm. and I wanted one really badly but his were really expensive and I figured maybe I could make that there there was no experience whatsoever I just one day bought every single thing I needed to make them <laughs> tried my best to research how to make them and I bought a Louis Vuitton bag which was a horrible idea. I, I probably could have bought in a fake bag for way cheaper, and <laughs> but I literally right. used half of this bag. I, I I cut the bag into pieces, and I used half the bag just to figure out how to make letter cases because there's no guide on, on on the internet on how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I just spent like several, probably like several days, maybe like a week or so, trying to figure this out. And, and I eventually made it. And I think what truly like, what truly got me sucked into this hardcore. Was that uh, when it comes to things that I do, like hobbies of mine, I, I definitely am drawn to hobbies that are very, very difficult to do. The more <laughs> difficult, the better for me, because it just makes you feel like it, it's like that. It's that thrill that you get when you create something truly special,
3: mm-hmm. because
2: you know damn well it took you way too much fucking time to make.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's I really mean, cool.
2: But the, the... as as far as the venture that, that, the, that the designs have been going on, I think it's, I think it's more just been a constant, um, a constant trial of making things that are more and more complicated every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, um, well, that's, that's been the trial uh, within myself. But I think that people see more of my page than myself because I don't really post most of the pieces I've created in the past. I mostly just post things that I know I can produce and sell very well. And so what I've been doing recently or like with the business I've been doing in general is that I put out pieces that I think people would like to buy and that people would like to consume.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and, and I use the funds from that, from that to to work on expanding my craft and working on the pieces that people don't want to buy. You know,
3: mm-hmm. the more
2: complicated pieces, the more um, the more unique pieces. And I would put those out, but I just... I'm. I've been having a really hard time with confidence. Confidence mm. in um in, in really unique designs, because I that's, that's 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 another issue that I have. I have a really bad uh, uh, confidence issue with 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 the quality of my pieces and also with putting out pieces that I don't fully like or fully think will be uh, uh well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's kind of I, I think that's the that's a rough draft of of how this began or what the story of this is.
0: Well, I can't wait to see where it goes in the future because you are unbelievably talented and mm-hmm. just from from the stuff we've seen on your Instagram, it is it looks like so professional. It looks like yeah. it could be product shots from Louis Vuitton.
2: I I can only thank my photographer for that as well. My good friend <laughs> confirm. Or, or his 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 legal name is his legal name is Muhammad. He has been an amazing help since I met him, um, and he he takes beautiful photos. And I would not be here without him for the most part. Some of the photos uh, in the past were mine, but as of recent, I've been well. Also, I've gotten help from other friends as well on taking good photos. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely been my my photos are only the way they are because of the help of my friends. Because before this, I had no idea how to take good photos, and they have been helping me so much with that.
0: And it just the the feel of your page is very receptive. The, the mm-hmm. product photos, it all comes across so well.
2: Thank you. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I've I've I go I go pretty insane trying my best to 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 make the best content possible. I'm it really fan.
0: shows. It really shows.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, I think especially with something like this, where it's, you know, it, it's a, it's a passion that was driven by you, right? Like you just did this because you wanted to figure out how to make these things yourself. Yes. The, the passion of, or are the passion behind, I should say, what you're doing really comes through, right? It seems like things are shot with care. It doesn't seem like you're just kind of like churning them out. um it seems like you know you're making them because you like to make them and that you know is reflected both on your instagram and just the way that we're you know you are i should say talking about them now
2: yeah that's definitely been the case um i had a very hard time for a while getting the best photos possible and Mm. that was that was my biggest uh the photos were definitely like a, a a really big hard point and the and the reason why i hired a photographer was because i wasn't capable of getting the photos of the detail of the pieces mm. that I wanted. And so I wanted to find a photographer who was just, crazy, who was just as crazy as me. And I found it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So zooming out, I guess, just a little bit, when did you get into fashion in particular?
2: I would say that, I would say that, I mean, it was definitely a thing that I've been uh, a part of. I mean, I think it's been part of my life for a very long time. I I I was looking back a while ago at photos and like ever since I was like a baby, like a like a baby, my dad had me in like Jordans. There's like a photo <laughs> of me in, in some Flint thirteens and That's I'm like one awesome. years old. Fire. So so my father my father and mother have been have been very um, you know, they've they've constantly like put me in new shoes and as I mean the thing is is that I was I was given these pieces and my parents bought me these pieces like even as a youth but it wasn't until i was older that i learned how to take care of my pieces i mean of my mm. goods because i'm i'm telling you i was destroying those 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 shoes and and, <laughs> and up until i was 12 or 13 or so and 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 even a little bit past that as well i was destroying those shoes i don't know why they kept buying these shoes when i kept destroying them but it wasn't until i got older that i actually like started taking care of my 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 the things my parents bought me mm. and actually um I, I suppose taking more care of, 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 of those things, but also looking out for myself more.
3: Mm-hmm. I would say
2: that for a long time, my parents dressed me, um, but through them dressing me, I learned what I enjoyed, and I began to experiment more with fashion. Okay.
3: Um,
2: and I would, I, I think it was, yeah, I think it was about 13, um, but at that age still, like, I was, you know, I was doing hypebeast stuff. I was buying Jordans, I was going to bigger mm-hmm. cons. I was at 13, this is wild. um, I was pretty fucking spoiled Um, And so like you know I was buying sneakers And I was one of those I was one of those kids at sneaker con Or at sneaker sneaker conventions In general Who had the craziest fucking shoes on But no drip whatsoever (laughs) I'm I'm gonna be real with you guys right now I had crazy ass shoes But no drip And so it's been an evolution of like Learning how to dress better and like being more Uh being more fashion forward
3: mm-hmm. and, experiment-
2: and, and experimenting more with brands. But I would say that it started when I was about 13 that I, you know, like absolutely got into these things.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think we, we all kind of started somewhere at that point. I remember yeah. uh, I first got into like Yeezys and I was wearing like slim fit, basically oh, like God. H&M denim with like the one pair of Yeezys that I I kept for myself. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Marquis, what what's you? what's your grail sneaker?
2: My Ooh. grail. You know, I I mean, I think I think I don't know, man. You know, there's a lot of shoes that I really love. There's a lot of shoes that I really love to have, but mm-hmm. I've been I've been kind of trying to think more about if I truly want a shoe because of the hype or because of the actual craftsmanship. Mm. But I think an actual grail that I really want to buy in the future is the hender scheme air jordan 4. I forgot, this, I, I forgot what the specific model name of that shoe was but i i thoroughly enjoy that shoe it's that, beautiful that shoe is beautiful and the craftsmanship that he put that, that that he put into his shoes making his making these air jordan sneaker models into a a more formal and um just beautifully crafted uh leather shoe is is, is spectacular mm. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I definitely want to find a, a, a nice dead stock pair of those. However, it's pretty hard to find them nowadays, especially in my size, because he's he not making them, I, I, I believe, and they're not really very available on the, on the market no. without being uh, worn. But I would mm-hmm. say that's something I, I want to find in the future. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful show. Those are awesome, yeah. Um, so you've talked a little bit about you love to – be very intense with your hobbies. Aside from design work, what else do you like to do with your time?
2: Ah, too many things. Okay, um, <laughs> I've got a garden in my front yard.
3: Yeah, I'm
2: corn. I'm growing sunflowers. I got basil. I got tomatoes. I got some ginger. That's fun. Gardening. Wow, I love
0: it. Gardening I love gardening. Is
2: gardening is, is I, I it's it's an amazing break that I really like to do. Um, and gardening's great because you get free food. It, and yeah. Food cool. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and it's such high quality food too.
2: Exactly. I grow. My, I I grow microgreens. I used to have a worm farm actually, like a like a, like a worm colony. Wow. And I was using the I, I was I was using the worm colony to compost my food, and to turn the compost into um, fertilizer, which I was cool. putting my plants and stuff for for for, for that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I I think I think I think that fast has definitely been a hobby of mine um, mm-hmm. in a sense, in a, in, in a sense of like, I like to, I like to like write out looks and think about looks um, that can be cohesive with my pieces that I make. That's mm. something I've, I've been, I've been interested in doing. Um, what else? I just, there's something I have to think, but like my mind's so blank right now. I got a sheep in my backyard right now. I'm taking care of a sheep. Ooh. Uh, I saw
0: that on your Instagram story.
2: Yes. He's, um, he's part of, so my, 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 my girlfriend's family they farm sheep specifically they 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 farm more exotic breeds of sheep like navajo churros icelandic sheep uh and baby doll sheep interesting um, okay and so one of the rams of the pack was acting up in the herd and so he was like i'm gonna sell this sheep unless someone wants it and i was like you know what this sheep is cool so he's my friend now we hang out and and we chill all the time uh will Victorian he be getting a
0: louis collar in the future Ooh,
1: big you ask. know what
2: you know what he just might. He just might. Drip the sheep. <laughs> I've, I've already made a Louis Vuitton collar, and there's a dog somewhere in the in the California coast that already has it on them. And so, and say it's, 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 it's a piece that I've 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 shown in, in the public, but I haven't posted it yet because uh, I'm just not ready for orders or, or for people to ask me about things.
0: Definitely, uh, oh, but it
2: will be coming out very very soon. And so I've, I I made it like three months ago. And wow. I, I, I just need to like refine the piece and, and work on production. Production's a very hard thing with leather crafted goods that that piece that that call it took me like after after designing it it took me like maybe like a week to make it wow. It would take a lot of work oh handcrafting handcrafting is 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 a long long process of work but we'll you are dedicated actually, yeah i I'll, I'll go over that with you guys when you guys ask that question but besides that um, <laughs> hobbies are i like to I like to go on bike rides I like to go on walks I like to smoke weed uh, I mean, doing drugs is a nice hobby as well sometimes. <laughs> uh, but besides that, I think that's, um, I mean, home improvements as well. I like to work on things in my house and, like, create furniture and, uh, you know, work on creating new things in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, a small little hobby of mine. Uh, so, like, uh, woodcrafting, uh, I used to weld, but I stopped welding because I just got tired of it. It's too dirty and too painful and hot. Uh, And that's really it. I'm a crazy person. I do a lot of things. I can't really sit still.
0: Very well-rounded, though. Like, that's a lot of stuff to fit into a schedule.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've talked a little bit about...
1: You obviously make things yourself, but you've talked a little bit about, you know, starting out, focusing on sneakers, and now kind of developing your style. How would you describe your style kind of right now? Uh,
2: I would say that my day-to-day style is definitely bummy as hell because there's nowhere <laughs> to go at the moment. But I've been actively kind of creating this uh, spreadsheet of quarantine fit ideas. And so I think that's where Ooh. I can like, get with you guys on. By like quarantine fit ideas, I'm actually not, not, not quarantine fit ideas, post quarantine fit ideas because there's no reason to get dripped down when there's nowhere to go besides Walmart. <laughs> or in general, um, but I would say that something I've been trying to work on recently has been getting more into uh, small scale brands. I've been a really big fan of uh, these small scale sneaker brands, like uh, well, like of course, Warren Lotus and his and his SB Dunks that he's been creating.
3: Oh
0: man, um, those are so crazy!
2: Yeah, as well as I never heard of you, and uh, One in the Chamber, I believe is is is, is what the brand is called. Mm-hmm I've been getting really into those kind of uh, kind of sneakers because I, I like the mainstream sneakers that have been coming out from from from, from Jordan Brand, but mm-hmm. the quality control has not been good, and I've been wanting to you know look for other brands that are, are making similar creations. Um, and so as far as as far as the bottoms, I usually like to wear sneakers. Sometimes I wear boots. Um, I've been getting more into Doc Martens, um, but also I want to start getting more into high heels. I really want those Rick Owen kiss boots, and I really how I'm gonna finesse a fit with that thing.
0: Those are so so beautiful.
2: Yes, those are beautiful as hell. Um, I like those. Uh, As far as bottoms, I I I I don't really know how to categorize my style by like by a look because it really varies, and I'm 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 more of a piece collector. And then when I get pieces, I kind of just I kind of just trying to figure out how to make a, a, a cohesive look that okay. doesn't look too crazy but still looks pretty cool and flashy somewhat. Mm-hmm. I um but I, I I don't really I don't really know how to describe it. I but uh, I like as as far as jeans go, I like selvage denim. I I have a really big collection of raw denim, like 20, 20 ounces over. I love the pain of wearing raw denim. Um,
0: especially in 120 degree heat
2: that's that's the best time to wear them
0: sweat fades
2: sweat fades you got to get those sweat fades if you're not if if you're not swimming in your jeans then you're not living um it's true yeah i like to wear my i like to wear i like to wear really really beat up pairs of jeans i have like i have i have pairs of raw denim that like legs fall off and i restitch them so i'm very into uh sashiko oh uh, wow I'm, I'm, I'm currently speaking to a, a sashiko artist uh to send him my pairs of jeans to see if he can make me some one-of-one pieces with my really really like i'm talking like world war ii type type blown a uh, life blown off type beat shit. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see if he can uh, uh, restore them making them like some really crazy uh jeans but i i'm i'm not very like there there's no look i i like very many brands i like very many ideas and I just like to find a way to combine them and make them into my own thing. Um, there's really no way to explain it besides, I don't know, maybe like, maybe, maybe like a, maybe like a, uh, a cohesive mess or.
0: Oh, I like of, that. I, I find a little of that in my own style, so I appreciate yeah. that.
1: I guess I'm going to ask the question that's on everybody's mind right now: Where are these fits? We, like, I really want to see these.
2: See, the thing is, I don't. I'm 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 too shy. Okay, mm. actually I just did a photo shoot with a friend uh, for my for my pieces and we also did a photo shoot of, of our of our outfits we were wearing uh, when we were modeling those pieces. And I wore a pretty cool denim jacket I got in, in, in LA from this shop and I wore some acne jeans and this turtleneck and, and it was hot as hell. I don't know why I would fit it like this. <laughs> um, and I will be posting more photos in the future because maybe then I can explain better what I usually wear, but, um, I haven't really posted any photos of, of, of my clothes usually because I don't really leave the house unless I'm doing photo shoots or taking photos of pieces.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but, and, 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 it's hard to, it's been really hard to find motivation to do that. And I actually, before I, before I started this page, I used to have FitPix up on my page, but I kind of just archived everything, um, and just put my business pieces out there, just to like make it more, um, more, uh, just about my business for now. Okay. But there will be some fit, uh, uh, there will be some fit picks in the future.
0: Hop in the Discord too. We've got a lovely Fit Check channel. It's very positive. You know, feel free to feel free to join that anytime.
2: I've been wanting to jump in there. I I just. Got too stuck in the work but I'm thinking I've, I've been thinking about it like every single day ever since I talked to you guys about joining in uh, but I will get to it I promise
0: oh take your time you're a busy busy person we we totally understand hey John if people want to join the discord how can they do that well Saul that's an excellent question um, say you're listening right now you're hearing Marquise talk about his craft you're hearing us ask some questions and you say hmm I want to talk to these people more. Send us a DM on Instagram.com and uh, just let us know that you've listened to an episode and we will send you an invite and it'll be a fun time. But, you know, that well, we'll take care of that after the pod because we've got more questions to ask. Blasting right into our next question, Marquise, what has the evolution of your style looked like? You've talked about the the crazy sneakers with no drip and now we're all the way to the current uh, the, the cohesive mess era. What of what eras have we seen in between that? Oh
2: uh, <laughs> man, you know what? Before before the sneaker drip, I could tell you even more bullshit. I was I was always uh, before the sneaker trip, I was I was I was I was wearing sneakers and I was tripped up in Hollister and apostle Ooh classic. Nothing, nothing but the Air Apostle fits. I, I I remember one time I was looking at a photo and I was, uh, I was in some Air Jordan ones and I had fucking Air Apostle sweatpants and the Air Apostle hoodie. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but it, um, I don't know. I, in the past, I definitely just wanted to flex and mm. get, get, get no, get no women, but expect to somehow get women wearing hyped ass shoes that they have no idea are um, and just not not having any cohesive drip whatsoever. Um, And as time has gone by, there's been an evolution uh, due to, I suppose, like a change in life and a change in change in heart. I think for a very long time, I dressed up more to to cater towards people who I wanted to attract into my life as far as like women or Mm. people, people who I wanted to think I was cool. Um, and that was definitely something I did in high school. But as I got older, I began to kind of realize that I should dress more for myself. Uh, and so I've began to think about what I truly love and what I truly want to have in my in my closet
3: mm. and not
2: what I want to wear to look cool to others, which has been a very hard transitional period mm-hmm. uh, because it's been very hard it's i've I've been trying to think more about what i truly love and i'm still actively searching for that for that answer and for what i truly like to wear but i would say that that's been the evolution that i've been trying to work on as far as uh clothing but as far as like actual like pieces that i've been wearing or or things that have changed i i actually i had about 50 pairs of shoes and at 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 one point in my life damn now i have about maybe like six pairs of shoes I have like I've been selling everything to work on my business, um, and also, and that goes for clothes as well. I've I've very heavily um, liquidated my 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 clothing collection so that I could invest in my business, but also invest more into pieces that I actually truly enjoy. Um, and that's still a process that I'm working on because you know this is the best time to 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 work on that. And I've and I've really only just began that process since quarantine happened and since there's no reason to go anywhere right now. Anyways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Ed, that it feels kind of good to liquidate the closet and,
2: oh. you know, yeah, it's felt really good. It's been, it, it, it was definitely a really liberating time. There's been a process. I, it, it was definitely a very, a, a very long uh, stages of grief, you know, <laughs> but after 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 coming coming to after after settling and and realizing that I was better off like this, I've been very happy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, i I know for a fact I could do some some closet cleaning right now, especially with all the time mm-hmm. that we have uh, being at home. but I, I think I should get on that. Yes.
2: now now is the best time to to, to clean out your closet. And truly. And and like what you want because like none of us are going anywhere Mm. and i there's some times where like i get dripped up to go to the store but i feel really stupid doing that and (laughs) it just doesn't feel good gotta enjoy getting those
0: fits off though
2: yeah it's that momentary feeling that that doesn't really last very long right now it's 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 very difficult
0: it truly is it'll be back someday we'll we'll be able to to show off our fits once again so we've talked about your
1: style. Uh, what about your work? What does the, the evolution of your work look like?
2: Man, I'm active. I, I suppose the evolution has just been trying to make more and more complicated pieces. And by complicated, mm-hmm. I more just mean pieces that are very... like I'm just trying to actively evolve my craft in the sense of learning new skills, learning how to perfect my already present skills, as well as learn how to make bigger more loud pieces.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I,
2: I have not told anybody this besides my close friends, but I'm working on a BDSM collection
0: Ooh, uh, that will wow.
2: that 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 will um that will bring a a more uh, I suppose I main I I, I want to make BDSM pieces that are mm. more um not public appropriate. But you know things that uh, pieces that pieces that you can pull off fits in you know yeah and so I want to make harnesses I'm I'm gonna make I'm I, I'm gonna just keep it at, at at BDSM because pieces that I'm working on that I'm trying to 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 work on on creating are going to be truly never seen before and that's what I want to do actually as well I want to make pieces that are truly like unseen. Uh, in the public, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been very heavily inspired by Vivian Westwood's uh, past creations, and I've been wanting to create more pieces uh, uh, with this sexual nature as well as just the the uh, that that exemplify the nature of BDSM as well. And so, That's, be on the lookout yeah. for that. I'm still working on the pieces and and, and the sampling for that, but that is definitely something that i want to create in the future uh but besides that right now um i well no sorry 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 evolution yeah i think i've just been working on making things that are more that are more more complicated i made letter cases and then i made keychains, and then i made phone cases and those were all relatively simple pieces that i wanted to make more for production for the public but after that uh i made dog collars i I've made uh, card holders, wallets. I made a, I made a paddle, like a, like a whipping paddle. Ooh. I will, I will release that into the, into the public sooner or later. But, for now it's a secret. Um, not a secret, but just something I haven't put out in the public. Um,
0: <laughs> Except to all the podcast listeners.
2: Exactly. They deserve it. Um, what else have I made? Dog collars. I'm, work- I'm, I'm working on some chokers right now as well. I made the AirPod pro cases and the AirPod cases. It's it's kind of just more been I make something, I'm I'm pleased with what I make, I put it out to the public and then I move on. Mm. Whenever I put out pieces, it's a very limited batch because I don't want to dwell on that piece for very long. I want okay. to move on with my creative portfolio and continue to 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 put out my ideas because I have way mm. too many ideas in my head and I haven't gotten to put them out yet because They just, uh, production is very difficult when you're the only one crafting your pieces and when Mm -hmm. it takes you hours and days to create.
0: Truly, truly. On the topic of that, this is the perfect lead into our next question. A question I am really interested in hearing the answer to. You said you've never worked with a sewing machine before. Uh, How, how do you keep the patience when putting together your pieces?
2: Um, it's, it's definitely something that I, that I, that I, it, I, I, I stick to it because I, I really enjoy the results that it gets me, but mm-hmm. also whenever I work on pieces in general, it's uh, definitely a more meditative process and I tend to zone out when I'm working on pieces anyways. And so I don't truly care about the time that goes into uh, hand stitching pieces and I feel as though it's worth it. Because the end result is a beautiful piece that is built to last, but also has really beautiful stitching, uh, Truly. that I put into place. Um, but there are some times when I'm really stressed out about hand sewing pieces because it takes about if 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 I could if if I could like exemplify it or or like give examples of time constraints for each piece. My keychains take me about like like forty five minutes to hand sew. Okay. Um, my AirPod Pro cases take me about two hours, I believe. Wow. So there's a, there's a very massive uh, uh, time investment for these pieces. But at the end of the day, it's, it's totally worth it. And hand sewing pieces is definitely a very, like, it's a, it's a quiet and repetitive experience. And so after a while, it kind of just feels like meditation. And I just feel like I'm just chilling. Just relaxing and it's a it's a beautiful experience. I would love to show show pictures of how it how it looks in the future, and yeah, and videos as well. But it's truly like my my most peaceful moment when I'm crafting, and it's a, mm. I, I, I quite honestly, it's the moment that I enjoy most. It's the moment <sighs> that's that beautiful. Everything's already done, and it's just me laying out the thread and just tying the tying the stitches and just, pe- like peacefully just making making art, I suppose.
0: Wow. And it, awesome. it shows in the end product to no end. Your, your craftsmanship is second to none. I mean, it looks, every stitch is perfect. I don't know how you do it.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I, that's just, it's, it's a hand, hand stitching. There's a, there's an entry, there's an entry gap somewhat. Um, it took me mm-hmm. about maybe about two or three months to like completely learn how to hand stitch properly. It's not something that you can learn. Um, and it's quite a complex process. And it's not as complicated as machine sewing, but it still has its complications. More in the fact that it's reliant on your muscle memory. Okay.
3: It's about,
2: it's about the pool, and it's about how much thread you use, and it's about it's like the smallest things that don't truly make sense. Like 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 I I use picking irons to to, to uh, make my holes for my pieces, mm-hmm. and that's how each that's how each stitch is laid out. And so when I stitched, I already have my stitch line laid out, and I'm just, I, I, I'm just kind of uh, flossing the thread through these holes. But the biggest reason why my stitch lines are so, so consistent um, is because of the way that I pull it, the, the direction that I go, and the amount of pressure that I use with each, uh, with, 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 with each securing pull. Because if I use too much pressure, little pressure, the piece, I mean, the, the, the stitch could be uh, out of line or, like, out of whack. And okay. each, each stitch is just muscle memory of like me knowing exactly how to pull for the most precise stitch possible. It's really weird. But it, it, it makes sense over time.
0: Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It is it's really like it's a mix of an art and a science. I mean you have to know you have to have the artistic ability, you have to know the pressure to apply. There's a lot involved.
2: Yes, indeed. It took me a lot of, it took me a long time and I had to I even had to consult a lot of a lot of other leather crafters as well to to mm. like, ask them how they do that because it's 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 definitely something that you need to learn from others as well like mm-hmm. I've been able to learn from a lot of from a lot of like really amazing leather crafters like Equus equis leather and uh charter made these are more um uh, more 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 along the lines of luxury level hand crafters whose pieces are not available in the market but they, I speak to them pretty commonly because they are really, really receptive with other leather crafters. But That's also, awesome. I've spoken, yeah, as as far as like hand sewing, I, I've, I've also spoken to them. But they're they're really nice, and I really, I really love them, and, and they're so nice and they're so cute, and they they're always helping me out with with ideas and advice.
0: I love it.
1: Wow. Um. So we've talked a little bit about kind of your process with making things. Um, And we also know that you work a lot with upcycled or you are upcycling, excuse me, kind of these vintage um, or previously owned uh, Louis Vuitton bags. What's Uh your dream leather to work with?
2: Quite honestly, I definitely want to get more into alligator and crocodile. Uh, I want to, I, I really... I really enjoy uh, those leathers um, and I've really wanted to get into like a more matte uh, leather, um, a, mm. a, a more matte uh, alligator or, or crocodile or crocodile. skin. I'm still thinking about the, what is the word? I don't really know how they're sourcing these skins from these animals and I really don't want to buy from some random ass uh, factory farm that's, just like housing a bunch of alligators in like some really weird cubicle. Yeah. Uh, but I want to- You don't want to buy
0: it from Joe Exotic.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to definitely like find good sources. And that's been something I've, that I've been like wanting to do. Um, and that's been something that, that's been a common thing um, in my pieces as well, is that I try my best to like find uh, tanneries and farms that are like really, really doing a great job with um, their environmental approach as well as their, um, as well as their ethics approach when it comes to their animals and the, that's awesome the that from. and so i'm just trying my best to like find people who are producing these things but not doing it on a factory scale um because i just i just don't want to deal with that and i don't want to i don't want to support those people and i don't want that karma to come back to to, uh, to me one day and i think mm. it's definitely worth 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 looking into getting more ethical with those things mm-hmm.
0: absolutely yeah, well, I'm excited to see what you end up working with in the future because the the world of leather goes so far beyond what your everyday consumer even realizes. Like, uh,
2: there's there's one more thing that's something people don't really know about very much. I think I what it's called though. Oh no. <laughs> um, oh, brittle tan. There's this stuff. I I I I will give a description of what it is. Basically, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really heavily aged horse butt. They take the okay. butt of a horse and they, they, um, they tan it for like years, I think. I forgot what it's called, but it's, it's like literally like the most expensive leather that's on the planet, um, I believe. And it is, it is spectacularly beautiful. And there are a lot of farms who source that and like have it available, but it's, it's bricks. It is. It's. It's. It is. It is. It is so much. <laughs> but I want to work. I. I want to work with that in the future. If someone can. If, if. someone can send. Can. I. I know what it's called. I just can't. I just can't remember the name of it. I. I, I guess. I, I guess I don't know what it's called. Enough. I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, it's fucking amazing.
0: That's awesome. Um, we gotta. We gotta find some plugs for. We
2: gotta find that a horse butt. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, moving right down the list, uh, you've you've done a lot of interesting pieces throughout your your tenure with your craft. Do you have any plans to expand to larger pieces, like a jacket?
2: Um, that's been something I'm thinking about, um, and it's definitely a a, a really a, a really difficult thing to do because there's so much more. Um, there's so much more. Uh, what is the word dedication when it comes to larger pieces? If I start mm-hmm. making larger bags it 's going to take me months to make that bag and yeah. so it, it's it 's something that I want to do in the future, but I get really scared when I make really big uh, uh, really big pieces because the, the smallest mistake and the whole piece is destroyed somewhat or just like you know messed up a little bit and i 'm a really hardcore perfectionist, and i don 't want to make a bigger piece until I know that I can make zero mistakes when making that bigger piece. For right. sure. But there's, a, there's definitely a future of that. And I think that when it comes to bigger pieces, I want to start working on buying really, really good uh, leather craft sewing machines. Because there yeah. are some really good sewing machines that that, that 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 you can buy for that. And with uh, jackets and bigger pieces as well, you can hide the stitches under, under silk and stuff to the point that... You know it's protected and it's safe and it's not really seen, anyways. Um, and so I definitely want to um, work on bigger pieces, work on making bigger pieces, but also with that, work on using sewing machines in the future, uh, mostly um, uh, specifically specifically for for bigger pieces where I hide the stitching.
1: Okay, that's awesome. Absolutely. So, a little bit more about you personally. Do you have any personal style icons?
2: Um, I have a lot of, uh, people who I follow on Instagram, uh, uh, who I definitely enjoy the fits of. Man, there's a lot of people in New York who I really like, love their fits. I, I really love, I, I really love the artistic, um, the uh, the artistic nature of ASAP Rocky's, uh, fashion.
0: Absolutely.
2: I think that he definitely has some really amazing looks and he, he is definitely the individual who pushed rick owens on to the black community and i think that, that, that interesting like i i i don't really fully know if that's true but i feel like the person who inspired me to get into rick owens and and who inspired me the person of color to feel like i could feel comfortable in in, in rick owens was definitely asap rocky as well as Ralph simmons um i mean i know a lot of us um a, a, a lot of us uh, fledgling fledgling hype beasts <laughs> uh, got into Rick owens and raph Simmons because of the raph Simmons song as well as uh, mm-hmm. uh, rocky's previous mentions of of, of of Rick owens mm-hmm. uh, however I, I I still think that he yeah I mean like that's that's definitely that's the, that's the truth um but I don't like all of his looks I really hate V-Lone. v vlone is bad and it's horrible and disgusting and
0: agreed king and mode I, <laughs>
3: And
2: I've been having a very hard time like taking uh, people who are into fashion seriously sometimes when it comes to their looks. And so I don't follow a lot of fashion, a, a, a lot of fashion individuals or like people who like be serving looks in the first place because a lot of them sort uh, a, a lot of them support really shitty brands like V Loan as well as I don't really fully know about what happened with uh, fucking what's that German brand called? Gosha.
3: Mm. Oh, I've like been fucking
2: with those pretty heavily, and I have been having a very hard time truly feeling like I I fuck with that brand. I've I've heard about the investigation that people that that, that, that quote unquote YouTubers have been have been. I mean, I, I, I mean the quote unquote YouTuber investigation of those things, and I've looked at like what they've been saying about it and like how it, it might not be truly that bad what they did. But I'm not fucking with that for now. Yeah. Um. But I mean, sorry. Uh. As far as like as far as like looks. Uh, and, and, and people, I've been, I've definitely like, I've definitely been very into people's looks, but I haven't really taken them very seriously. And so mm-hmm. I haven't really, I haven't really been feeling like I wanna fuck with their looks because I don't really feel like I fuck with them on a personal level because of
3: okay.
2: what people have been supporting. And so it's been kind of hard uh, to like, to think about fashion influencers. But also, I haven't really been wearing shit either and I, and I've been trying like I've been trying to think about to to think more independently about what I want to wear and so I, I guess other of recently I haven't really been trying to pull inspiration from other from other people who who are who are into fashion i suppose
0: gotcha that's awesome yeah, really is um on your journey with design have you had any mentors uh you spoke a little bit about a couple other leather crafters who've who've helped you out on your process but any other uh people in particular who've who've given you advice uh on your on your journey into leather crafting
2: yeah there's been a a long list of i i don't really think i've had mentors i've more than individuals who have spoken to me and like I, no, actually no. I I've had a lot of mentors or, or people who I who I would like who I would like to consider my mentors. Um, and it's definitely been um, charter made. He's really amazing and he, he has very in depth guides on Leathercraft and on his YouTube channel. And he also speaks to his other he also speaks to, he also speaks to his consumers and and uh, educates I mean his his uh, fans and and, and, and and educates them more on questions that they might have had. Um, I mostly pull I mostly pull my inspiration from actual leather crafters, okay. Um, like uh, Charter Made. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's this other page called Little King Goods, um, okay. As well as Equus Leather, I think these these three creators really give a really good in depth look on leather crafting, and, and um, they have definitely been the people who I've come to 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 figure out where I should source materials, where I should buy things that I need to create my pieces like tools and paints and threads and leathers um, which is materials uh, and they have definitely been the people who I've looked to for information on that kind of stuff but also um, I speak a lot, to the, I speak a lot to, the, to the people who are in the, the upcycling community who, who make pieces out of Louis Vuitton and, and, and Gucci and Goyard bags and I've asked them about uh, things as well. And they've been very, very inclusive of speaking to me about where they source things and how they craft certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely just collected my, my, my inspiration and, and, my, and my ideas from other, and, uh, from other creators and what they've kind of spoken to me um, about when it comes to physics of pieces and how, how, how pieces can be constructed. Uh, because when it comes to leather craft, uh, there's the ideas that you have but then there's the reality of what you can create with the uh, physical structure of your pieces.
0: Gotcha. I like it.
1: That's pretty awesome. So moving on to a question that we ask all of our guests, uh, and we would now like to include you as a, as a future Pair of King alumnus. Um, and I guess we should preface this just a little bit. Um, yes. This can be between... Any two things, any three things, any four things, or even between somebody and yourself that you can think of, doesn't have to be limited to fashion, just could be something that you want to see happen. Marquise, what's your dream collab?
2: You know, I think whenever I think about collaborations, I think that I would really love to see more fashion houses um, openly supporting farmers uh, that produce these leathers and these uh, materials that they use. And so I would definitely love to see uh, more fashion houses putting these farmers on a pedestal and collaborating with them on an artistic uh, realm, as mm-hmm. well as uh, having more photo shoots with these animals that they, that, 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 that they utilize so that they can show the way of life of the, of the animals that they source from. For example, uh, Rolls Royce, they buy their leathers from like amazing cows, the mm. most beautiful cows ever and they're so well taken care of and I really feel like I know that I, I, I know that cows and, and, and luxury cars are I mean, to, to, to some people are not things that you can have together but I really feel like people need to shut that shit down and realize that that cow is the only reason why you have a luxury car in the first place mm-hmm. and we definitely need to put some respect on these animals and, and the farmers that create them and, 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 and in that I'd like to see more fashion shows as well as fashion photography that includes that kind of content. And I'm working on that right now, actually with my pieces, I'm working with some sheep farmers on that. Um, but that's something I'd like to see more in the future.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Is that
2: kind of the collaboration? That's, that's a collaboration? I think so. Right? Oh, yeah. That's
0: a collaboration. That's a great, great answer.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: So Marquise, um, we talked about a lot of things today. Let's get a little, little philosophical. Who are your inspirations?
2: Hmm. I guess I, 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 think if I were to answer that question in a in a, in a philosophical sense, my inspirations have been definitely my father, um, and my he's been my inspiration more because he has he has been the one who pushed me to 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 get more. Quite honestly, I never really wanted to release these products to the uh, to the public. Uh, really, I, I just wanted to keep them to myself because I'm really I, I have a lot of things that I create, but I never release them to the public because I'm always too shy or too scared and too like uh, too lacking of confidence to too, too lacking of confidence to feel like my pieces matter or that my pieces belong in the world. And so my father has been a very big inspiration to push me and be like, Hey, Marquise, this shit is really beautiful, and you really need to share this to the world. But also my girlfriend and and her friends and my friends and my 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 my, my whole support system my, my 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 whole support system in general, my family, my girlfriend, my friends, people on Instagram who have been very supportive of my pieces. My biggest inspiration has definitely been the people who just fuck with my stuff and tell me nice things and push me to do th- to 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 do more, because I'm just I'm I'm. I've, in the beginning of my work, I had a very hard time with confidence and like, feeling like I actually belong in, in this world of, 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 of creators. And sometimes I feel that way even now, but I keep pushing and I keep doing what I do because of the motivation that people give me when they, tell, when they, when they support me and when they tell me nice things and when they just you know really like love my shit that's
0: awesome
3: that's it beautiful deserves that well. love
0: man you are so talented
2: thank you I greatly appreciate that it like it, it it makes me so happy when, when, when people like you guys bring me to uh, on your platforms and, and, and allow me to speak because it just it makes me feel like I matter and it makes well, I mean I it, I, I do matter um, but it it it, it, it enforces that that truth that i matter and that i mm-hmm. in, in my in my field and 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 believe in myself because people like what i'm doing
0: yeah that's beautiful you absolutely do matter my friend marquise um moving right down our list as a person of color in the fashion space how do you feel brands are doing with representation and what can be done better
2: you you said you say the, uh, you said how the brand was how the brand was pronounced a while ago in, in one of the previous podcasts is it Jacquemus?
0: Jacquemé.
2: Jacquemé. Yes. See, I saw his runway fashion show full of people of color. But I also saw his photos of his team all white people. That's where I've been feeling kind of uncomfortable. I okay. I like I like that people of color are getting more representation when it comes to modeling. And when it comes to being on the front page of, 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 magazines and, you know, being put out there in the, in the eye view of the public, but there's more to people of color than looks. And That's true.
0: Absolutely eyes. there is.
2: Yes. And I really, really, really want to see more black, desi- I mean, uh, more people, more, more, more designers of color. And not even just like black designers, like people of all colors need to be put out, and like we need to know who they are, and we need to like, we need to be more aware. Uh, 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 we need to have, you, you know what? Actually, no, because we got Virgil, we got the guy in Versace. What's his name?
0: Versace. He's
1: a, he, the...
2: he's the secret designer for Versace. He's
1: oh,
2: a designer.
0: He's he's about to have a New Balance collaboration. Yes. It's so good. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Just a second.
2: We Googling got, yeah. it as well. And oh, then... oh,
0: Saleh uh, Benbury.
2: Yes. Yes. Bembry. yes. Yeah. Okay. And, yes. and like, we have these people, but um Saleh Saleh did an interview a while ago with um on, on the business of hype. Uh, it's a podcast about about like the business of hype and the way it operates, and he he, he, he did an interview where he spoke about his process and like how he became the uh, the the designer for Versace. And what we're seeing quite, on, uh, quite often is that the people of color who are being put on this pedestal as well are the most, I don't want to say, like, white people of color, because that's not really, like, a proper terminology, okay. but, like, the most cookie-cutter-ass people who just, like, they make cool shit. Virgil Abloh and Talé made some, made, made some fire-ass designs, but these are still people who, like, changed their image over time to conform to these fashion houses. And that shit is and, and that shit is not is is, is not cool, um, because like, I get it. These fashion houses are are like owned by like, and you know, like 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 they have heritage. There's a lot of old people still, who are still on the board,
3: and mm-hmm. I and I
2: understand. But there hasn't been there's there has been representation, but it's it's been kind of uh, it's been cookie cutted. It I don't have to, I that's not the word, but it's just been proper. Uh, it, it's 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 been made proper. It's been made luxurious. It's been made, um, it's been made. Uh, I don't fucking know. It's, I know it, what you tr-
0: what you're saying though. Like yeah, um, I, don't I know understand what you it, mean.
2: But it's just it's just a bit too proper, I suppose. I want mm-hmm. I want. I mean, like we have the guy who uh, uh, we have we have black we have people of color owned fashion houses, and that's cool. But these old-fashioned houses really need to, like, chill the fuck out. And, <laughs> and, like, I don't know, maybe, like, young enough, I suppose. Like, there's, there's, been, a, there's been a lot of really cool things that have, been, that, uh, that have been coming out of Gucci and Louis Vuitton. And they have definitely been coming with the times as time goes on. I been like, ever since, like, 2016, Gucci has been really stepping their shit up. And, like, really, like, um, appealing more to the youth. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and, and Louis Vuitton and Dior have been doing the same thing, but you know, it's it's still a bit too proper for me. I gotcha. want some, I want some, I want some loud ass shit.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, you know, there's there's a lot that we all have to learn, and I look forward to a world where it can be more integrated and just feel real and authentic.
2: Yeah. yeah. I want to hear so, trap music in the Louis Vuitton store.
1: That might not be that far off in the future. We'll see I that, I guess. Hear,
2: I want to hear Griselda playing in the Louis Vuitton <laughs> store. And I want to hear Griselda, I want to hear Griselda in the Off-White store, too.
0: Yes, indeed. That'd be cool.
1: Um, so you talked about things kind of getting better at Gucci since 2016, and... Maybe expanding that thought a little bit. What's a trend that you'd like to see come back, and what's one that you're happy is gone?
2: I really want to see more handcrafted goods in 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 uh, come back. I was very very happy when Gucci released their 2016 uh, fall winter collection with that denim jacket that had like embroidery all over it. Mm-hmm. I believe that was when they released. it. I'm not too sure. Maybe it was fall winter twenty. 20- Maybe it was fall. Maybe it was fall winter 2015. Um, but that. That denim jacket with embroidery all over it was fucking fire. Mm-hmm. It looked fire. And then I and then I went to the store and I saw it in real life and I was like, this is machine embroidery. This is bullshit. Yeah. Because like there's there's a difference, but like there's there's, there's, there's there's a major difference in quality between hand hand done things and machine done things. And I get it, like if that if if, if those Gucci jackets and those Gucci pieces that were embroidered in in, in the past came out and they were hand embroidered, they would cost tens of thousands of dollars. And I get it, like it, it, it's hard to like fund handmade pieces when you're a yeah. big-ass fashion house, you got fat-ass mortgages to pay when you have stores in Manhattan and London and, 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 and Paris and, and Seoul, and I get it. But I, I would definitely like to see more of that or, or I would just love to see more creators getting pushed out that are doing these handmade things. And that's my hope with, my, well, uh, with the goods that I'm making right now, to push that envelope into the, in, in, into the public more and mm-hmm. to get more creators out there doing what I'm doing. But, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing because at the end of the day, handcrafted goods, I, I, handcrafted goods kind of can't ever really be a trend because they'll never fill the demand of the mm-hmm. hot things we have going on in the world and it's a it's a harsh reality but it is it is the reality truly uh that was the question right yeah Mm -hmm. okay Mm
1: -hmm. so another i guess staple question that we've been asking to all of our guests on season two um kind of blasting right into this one if you were one of the seven dwarves dopey doc bashful happy grumpy sleepy or sneezy which one would you be
2: easy i have i get nosebleeds every single day oh goodness i'm telling you like i have like i have the worst nose ever i could i could never be a cocaine addict because (laughs) i probably like be perpetually suffering uh i suppose that's a good thing that's a good thing um (laughs) but yeah i have a really sensitive nose and so if i put if i if i if i even like have like those like those like nose inhalants yeah i'm done for Oh wow. Cannot, cannot, cannot do that. Um cannot put anything in my nose without having a, a sneezing fit. And like I get I get nose so often because I have like I have like sneezing fits where it's just like sneeze, 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 sneeze. <laughs> for like thirty seconds straight.
3: Oh gosh.
2: And it's horrible. Um, so yeah, sneezy for sure. I have I have I have bad nose.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have Allergies myself, but yes. nothing, nothing that bad. Yes, we've got to get also, the um, the capital handkerchief drip for for when yeah. the nosebleeds come.
2: That probably would. That probably <laughs> would. I, that might be a good look, actually. It, it, it might be some nice, some nice uh, blood dying. Be cool. Yeah, stuff. that would yeah. be kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, very
0: like avant-garde. I feel hell like yeah. CCP would pull that.
2: Yes, that would be fiery as hell.
0: Yes, indeed. Don't copy us, Carol. We know you're listening.
2: Yes, Carol's a big fan of this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Marquise, I'm going to give you a hypothetical for our next question.
2: I'm ready for this one.
0: That may come, become a reality someday. We, we don't know. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if it didn't. So tomorrow you receive an email... Asking you to come and design for a fashion house full time. Which house would you like to see that email come from, or would you want to continue to do your own thing?
2: I've thought about this pretty thoroughly um, because I'm constantly asked this question from friends and family um, if, if I would ever like work for another fashion house or like take my goods into like a more like organized setting, I suppose. Um, and I don't think I would ever really. I don't think I'd ever really want to uh, okay. because the thing is that the work schedule that I operate on is pretty loose and pretty chill. And the last thing I truly want is some fucking person telling me that I have deadlines to get things out and fucking like telling me that my shit isn't good and then hurting my feelings. Mm. I'm, I'm a very sensitive person, but also I'm, I'm just not organized enough for that at the moment. And maybe in the future, I will be organized enough for that. And I'm, I'm working on a collaboration with another fashion designer, of, of, of a friend of mine, who is oh, wow. working on his senior thesis at, 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 at Parsons, and wanted me to help him design uh, some pieces for a collection of, of, of goods that he's putting out under his awesome. label. And I've been helping him uh, curate, I mean, I, I've been helping him with that as far as like the uh, leather crafting aspects of that, because he wants to incorporate more handmade pieces in, 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 in his collection and in his brand. Um, but besides him, like that's that's the homie I know him, and I would love to support him. But if some random ass fashion house, not 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 random ass, but like if if, if any fashion house hit me up, yeah, I would be I would be honored. I'd be happy, and I would think about it. But I more than likely wouldn't accept it because I don't think that I truly have the organization, or I guess like the 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 mental health to deal with that kind of shit at the moment.
3: Gotcha.
0: Okay yeah i mean the talent is definitely i mean i i feel like that will catch the eye of houses in the future
2: yeah yeah for sure
0: but you know they've got a you've got some demands that i've
2: got some demands to,
0: <laughs> so to speak but
2: also, I'm, I'm very precious with well with with my uh with my creations as well and i don't really like to share i i don't really like the idea of designing for somebody else Okay. That that just like really rubbed me the wrong way because there's so much value in my pieces. Like I don't I Truly, don't feel like yeah. I need to like I, there's so much like sentimental value in my pieces, and there's so much like love that I put into my designs. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want my designs to be represented by some other brand that didn't even do anything besides put me in that house and like give mm. me the tools to to think about that design. I, I, I guess that's cool shit too, but I don't know. I don't really need those 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 tools to think about the design either, because I'm pretty good at making designs from my brain.
0: You are very well said.
1: So, Marquise, a bigger question. You know, you just talked about potentially working at a fashion house or potentially not, depending on the circumstances. What is your goal in the fashion space?
2: My goal in the fashion space, uh, I just want to get better and better every day. I just mm. want to actively work on educating myself and learning everything that I possibly can when it comes to leather crafting and, and not just, not just leather crafting, but just like handcrafting goods in general. I want to, um, if, 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 if other hand crafters are cool with it and want to be under a roof, maybe in the future I can create a roof of hand crafters. Um, although I'm not too sure because like all hand crafters, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of uh, devotion and. I think a lot of the ten chapters are 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 very are, are very precious about are, are very precious about our creations. Mm-hmm. But if I can create a, if I can create a collective, or some way to organize a space for everybody, as well as like bring 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 mutual uh, creations from from each other out to the public, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as that goes, I mean that's that's something that like and, and, and I those are definitely ideas of mine. But I also definitely want to. Educate the public. I want to. I want to spend more time with the youth, um, teaching them about what I do and inspiring them to get into other things besides um, the common things that 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 individuals tend to get into when they think about jobs. Um, and I want to host classes. I want to host talks. Um, and I oh, I'm. I talked to you guys a little bit about this earlier. But I'm trying my best to find ways to to communicate more with farmers and uh, source directly from farmers as well. Um, and support and 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 put quality farmers out in, in, into the public.
0: I love that. And I hope to see you achieve all these goals because yeah. you've really you've got Quite a big future ahead of you in this in this space in fashion. I've a lot
2: of time left to live, hopefully, and I I think I can definitely get a few of those things done. But we'll still have to see. Um, as far as collectives go, I'm actually I'm part of a collective in New York that I have been kind of informally a part of, but like haven't really. I I was speaking to them in the past. And it's called the Slap Collective. They're out of Brooklyn. Okay. They, they want they have spoken to me about being a part of their a, a part of their collective. They're an art and photography collective, as well as fashion line collective.
3: Oh, cool. And
2: um, it's a black-owned collective, and they're in Brooklyn, and they're cool as fuck. And I've had plenty of people who are, 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 are organizers and advertising-based uh, individuals who have spoken about creating uh, other collectives and other fashion shows that showcase people of color and their creations. And so, you know, once things clear up, I'm pretty sure it'll happen in the future, wow. as far as collectives and fashion shows go.
0: I love it. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, Marquise, we have asked a lot of questions tonight. Unfortunately, we are coming on the end of our list of questions for this episode, but we're not done quite yet. We have a big question coming up. It is one that has become a cornerstone of the Pair of Kings podcast interview experience.
2: I'm so ready for this.
0: Marquise <laughs> Martin, if you had a year to eat a door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how would you go about doing so?
2: I will tell you like this. I will easily eat that door raw. Because Whoa, damn. As a, as a kid, as a kid, I used to eat pencils, like pencils, pencils, metal, and eraser, the whole thing. Like the I whole just, thing. Like, chew it up in class and swallow it. I remember one time in class. Uh, th- th- this was like, th- th- this was like sixth and seventh grade. That I was eating pencils and stuff. I remember one time I, um, I had a piece of wood, like a piece of uh, a splinter of wood stuck in my throat, and I never oh, told gosh. my dad because I didn't want him to to, to to realize that his child was weird as fuck. School. <laughs> um, Never really talked about that. I never really spoke about that to anybody in, in, in my life, really. And it was kind of like a really like secret taboo thing that I was into. Hopefully, there's no pencil stuck in my body. Uh, but being that I ate a lot of really weird stuff as as a teenager, I suppose I'm pretty sure that I could definitely do it. Um, would I do it? Uh, it depends on how much I'm getting paid or if I'm being threatened with my life. Um, if I if, if if someone tells me they're gonna kill me if I if I if I don't if I don't need a door, I might I might I I might just I might just test them on that bluff because I don't truly know <laughs> if I want to deal with the long term pain of having a whole door stuck in my body. <laughs> I, the, fact that the, the reality is that this stuff will not digest for a long period of time. And it may pass. And when it does pass, my asshole will be ripped apart. Oh, <laughs> Could you imagine the pain of that?
3: I oh, I cannot, eat, yeah. I can it could be it could be horrendous.
2: horrendous. I remember one time I ate I ate some this is some dumb shit too. When I was a kid, I used to eat sunflowers, like the whole sunflower seed included. Oh, I, I did that too. Okay. Yeah, I
3: did,
0: I, that did,
2: too. I, I did that. I did I did that. I would eat would tons of them. And every one time I pooped, I was fucking crying. Oh <laughs> no. You don't understand the pain oh, of no. like sunflower holes with fucking Wrecking your ass like that, fucking horrible. <laughs> this, is, this is why I asked you guys about the, the uh, censorship and what I could say, because I knew I was gonna say some dumb shit like this. Fair but enough. Yeah, I ate some sunflowers. Horrible decision. Horrible. Oh my um, goodness. And pencils. Pencils. I've i I've, I've had some pretty. Uh, I, I I I don't I don't remember that too well. The pain of eating pencils. Pretty sure it was pretty horrible and pretty weird looking shits that I was uh, that I was taking. Uh but as far as even the door goes, if I if, if I were to think about how I would go about doing it, how 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 I would approach the door, I'd probably just like grind it with my teeth. Like I would just like that's how that's how that's how it would eat pencils. I would just Gosh, like grind it with have my some teeth.
0: Strong teeth. Yeah, Jesus,
1: I, you, dude. You know
2: what actually I forgot about this. Um I had to get dental work on my teeth done when I was in the eighth grade. My teeth are my teeth are for the most part fake. My front oh, wow. teeth. Because like they were just like so chipped up that they kind of just like put fake teeth on and i'm just remembering this that i have fake teeth because i fucked them up as a kid eating pencils and weird shit and oh gosh. my dad my father spent bricks on my teeth because of that and he never knew why but he'll know now dad you spent bricks on my teeth because i was eating pencils oh no um we're sorry he got health insurance it's all good oh <laughs> <laughs> he had to just pay a huge a huge, ass, a, 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 a huge ass deductible because his his insurance only covered a certain amount. I'm sure if you done insurance, it'd be bricks. But yeah, I probably just grinded up my teeth like a fucking beaver, and just like eat grindings. I guess the proper way that everyone else has mentioned is like grinding it up, but that's pussy shit, you know. Real men, real men grind doors with their teeth. Um, <laughs> and as far as handles and 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 handles as far as handles and metal metal fittings go in general. Um, Either way, it's going to be a bitch, whether it's powdered or not. So, you know, if, 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 if I'm, if I'm eating a door and just disregarding my life in general, all that shit, see what happens, you know? Live. <laughs> Live a little. Enjoy yourself. Um, wow. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i being threatened or I'm getting paid. Um, and, <laughs> and if I'm getting paid, I hope it's enough to cover my health insurance bills after this. <laughs> because, man, that surgery is going to be a bitch either way. Oh, so, yeah, you know, fuck it. Balls to the wall.
0: So you're I not doing it. it for human accomplishment. There has to be some incentive involved.
2: There has to be some incentive involved. I'm not eating a fucking door <laughs> with no incentive involved. No one's going to be like, hey, bro, I dare you eat that fucking door. You can't do it. I'll be like, fuck, no, I can't do it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this fucking door? You got you to gotta have some stupid ass friends to eat a fucking door. And I, I pray for anybody who has friends stupid enough to, like, I, I pray for anybody stupid enough to, to, to listen to their friends and, and, and eat a door in the first place. And I pray for any person, any friend who's stupid enough to tell somebody to do that in the first place and, like, begging them to do that. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible-ass person.
0: Thankfully, this question is a hypothetical. No doors yeah. were harmed in the making of this podcast.
2: No doors were harmed whatsoever. We love doors.
0: We, we yeah, certainly we do. do wow what a way to end the meat and potatoes portion of this podcast Marquise. Uh-oh. that was a symphony that final question all your questions they were they were spectacular
2: thank you
0: meat and
1: potatoes definitely not something that'll give you trouble on the other end
2: it, no. it just might depending on how much meat you eat true,
0: <laughs> true. that's a I, good point
2: yeah, eat your veggies I,
0: folks oh my eat, god eat your
2: fucking veggies have a balanced diet because if you eat just meat you're going to fucking rip your asshole apart.
0: It's not going to be good.
2: <laughs> I remember one time I ate a fat-ass fucking steak. I don't know why I ate a fat-ass steak, but man, that was a painful ass shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> You can't digest meat very well. Like, you really can't.
0: No, it gets to a certain quantity, and it's just sitting there.
2: Yeah, yep. it just sits there.
0: The complex protein is very hard to break down. Yes. However... We, we can continue to talk about this. Maybe we'll just do a second episode to, dedicated to food science. That'll oh, that'd yeah. be a blast. Um, Marquise, it's time for Song of the Week. Uh, let's hear something you've been enjoying listening to lately that you'd like to share with the pod and with all the listeners that they can hopefully enjoy too.
2: You know, I have been thinking about this pretty heavily, trying to figure out the best song. Uh, because Saul had this, Saul has, I mean, Saul's goal was to bring out more female artists. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what, actually? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Art Pop by Lady Gaga. Uh, great I song. Think, I, I think that's definitely, definitely a really good album and a really good listen. If you've never really given Lady Gaga a chance because of her music, you more than likely will not give her a chance because of this music because like her <laughs> her most raw as well as just bougie ass album. But like I I Lady Gaga is my guilty pleasure and has been mm. my guilty, and has been my guilty pleasure all my life or like all of the all of her existence. Um, and 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 I love that fucking album. It is it is definitely a a, a bougie ass fucking album. That's like I, I don't even know how to, I, I I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, it's just a it's
0: the, it's like a kiss boot in an album. <laughs> My Not gosh. even.
2: It's like a it's like a no. fucking like sparkly Ugg boot. Ooh. It's like yes. a sparkly Ugg boot paired with a Chanel bag and carrying a mimosa, wearing a fucking crop top, uh, chrome hearts shirt. And some fucking uh, vintage booty shorts. Wow, I think that's I think that's the look of it. That and Chrome was Chrome Hearts Janelle back too, because you're 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 edgy and bougie.
0: You're going the extra mile, paying <laughs> Lord knows how much for the for Chrome to just do their thing with it. Yes, <sighs> My John. Yes, can we get your song of the week? Yes. You can, but before that spur-of-the-moment question if you had one item in your closet for chrome hearts to customize what would it be
2: Ooh, good question you know what you know i that's a really can i hear you guys' ideas
0: uh, uh sure my... i oh john you go first my nintendo switch
2: that's a cool ass idea i fuck with that Nice.
0: i want some solid silver joysticks
2: that'd be fucking amazing with
0: big crosses on them
2: and and like silver buttons and if mm-hmm. it was like if it was, like, an actual, like, leather unit instead of plastic. Like, like if it was, like, Oh,
0: my gosh. Leather. So luxurious. The charging dock, also leather.
2: Yeah. What about you? I
0: would want... I'm
1: stuck between three things. One is my camera. I have a Mamiya 7.2. That would be bonkers. Um, with some cool Chrome Hearts flourishes. Uh, yeah. My golf clubs, which would be oh. wild. Um, although I, then nuts. I feel like I'd be, I, I'd feel bad using them. Um, And then my third thing would be my snowboard. I think they've okay. done a
0: snowboard, haven't they?
1: They've
2: probably that.
0: done snowboard. They've done everything. Arts, snowboard.
2: You know what I'd really love to see? Oh. What's that? I'd really, really love to see a chrome hearts sex swing.
3: Ooh. That Ooh. Would be
2: fucking crazy.
3: That but would be nuts. Like, nuts
2: like 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 not just like the typical because like whenever chrome hearts makes big pieces they kind of like like with big pieces there's a lack of detail mm-hmm. i'm talking like multi million dollar no detail is spared type sex chair i mean a uh, type sex swing like you got leather and you got like leather rivets in each fucking like strand of leather uh with the chrome hearts logo on it um and then you got like Really like gaudy ass motherfucking like crazy chains for the solid <laughs> uh, silver, solid silver, and just fucking crazy for like the connections for all of the sex, I mean, for all of, like the sex wings, uh, aspects, and and just like the craziest fucking like sex seat, uh, I mean, a uh, sex wing chair, um, just just fucking like crossed out. Um, that would be fucking insane. That I would be would cool, that'd be nuts. Fucking wild! I would, and like-
0: then minimal would knock it off.
2: Yes, yeah, <laughs>
0: knock it off. I think for my my bonus answer, I just looked on my my bedside table, a chrome hearts retainer. Ooh, solid silver on the on the band that goes across your teeth, and maybe you can feel like with your tongue the texture of the cross on the bottom side of the plastic part which would also be solid silver i assume in this scenario yeah. so chrome you know give us a call we can uh, we all went accessories which i think is interesting rather mm. than clothes cuz we've seen yeah. all the clothes the accessories are the fun part with chrome
2: you know i i i don't think like i've i've seen chrome heart pieces in real life and i've tried i've i've tried on their jackets or their 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 their, their
3: leather jackets and
2: mm-hmm. i really feel like chrome heart's clothes they're just not reasonable at all. And it's just okay. like those kind of clothes that you just like buy for like like there is there is there is you're, you're you're not only flexing your wallet, you're flexing your comfort uh your your, your comfort desires because that shit is heavy as hell. Like okay. um, I I found I forgot it's 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 not the JJ Dean, it's the other jacket with like the actual like um chromed out like um uh shoulder, I mean uh pocket corners. Fuck man, like uh, collar corners. What's oh. oh, with the chromed out belt too, or on the jacket?
0: I don't know the name. I but don't I, know, I know it either. I, know, I think I know which bit. one you're talking about.
2: I tried that one on, and it's heavy as fuck. Heavy <laughs> oh, sure, as fuck.
0: They're but. just about worth their weight in gold. Like yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> but taking things back to earth we're in the middle of song of the week and i think it's my turn if i'm not mistaken
2: yes Yes. okay (laughs) we need both of you guys
0: (laughs) my my pick this week um also from a female artist uh the song is medicine by daughter Mm. it's got just a beautiful melody throughout um really powerful song not particularly a happy song but it's a good listen um yeah, I I can't recommend it enough. And there's been a great beat created out of the the melody of the song as well.
1: Mm, that's awesome.
0: Thank you, sir. Saul, how about you? Um, continuing with my trend,
1: uh, only women artists for season two. Uh, my choice is, excuse me, "Isolate" by a group called Satsuma. Um, a woman does all of the vocals, and I think a guy does all of the mixing. Uh, fun fact, I was going to photograph them, and then they broke up. Um, so, sad about that. However, I will say, please listen to this song with headphones on. The bass um, has a like oscillating effect. Um, and if you have good headphones, or you turn it up really loud in your car speaker, it goes absolutely nuts. That sounds
2: beautiful. I love oscillating bass.
0: Yeah. It's really fun. Yes, indeed. Guys, I think we're at the end of the pod. I'm sad. Me too. It's been a blast. It's
2: been a long time. This has been a really a really long conversation that we've been having, but it's been very enjoyable.
0: Two hours in conversation. Uh it's been it's been so nice. Um Marquise, before we before we start the closing ceremonies, I just wanna take the time to say thank you so much. For joining us thank you for all the wonderful answers you provided and taking the time out of your busy schedule to up with a pair of kings and thank you for being you
2: yeah thank you for having me here i I've, I've been i've been i've been looking forward to this podcast ever since i spoke to you guys about four weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> and i've just been like non-stop thinking about it because it's not often that i get to speak to others in this realm of fashion
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, currently
2: i'm in the middle of nowhere for the most part and uh, no one really cares about what i have to say and so it's nice to speak to others who care about what i have to say about fashion and and my designs and stuff we we
0: definitely care care, yeah Uh, before we get out of here give you the floor let the people know where to find you um you know plug pl- plug what you want to plug if you want to give any shout outs go ahead the floor is yours
2: i would like to first uh oh i'd like to first shout out my photographer confirm you can find him on, you can find him on instagram uh, it's in, uh, con.firm um he has been an amazing photographer for my pieces and he takes very beautiful product photos he's super talented if you are a brand or creator and you want to work with him, he, has, he, he, he would love to do that. Um, and, you should, and, and you should speak to him. Um, and if you can't find him yourself, just check one of my photos, my first photo or like my first couple of photos. He's usually tagged in the photos. I would also like to thank my amazing model and um, girlfriend, Christabel. She has been an amazing model for my pieces um, as as well as an amazing model for the the recent uh, photo shoot that I did Um, and I would also like to thank her friends and her friends and family who have been very helpful with my photography Um, Christabel also has a friend named Iris who will be in future photo shoots um, and she's tagged in a few of my past photos I don't know if I know her Instagram name but she's amazing and she will be in future photo shoots and I'd like to thank her friend, Kate, who actually helped me with my initial photos that I did, uh, that I, that I did myself. Um, but if you are looking for my pieces, you can find me at T-H-E dot – I think it's a dot, right? It's a dot, right?
0: Yep. It, it is a dot.
2: dot. <laughs> I it's dot. T-H-E <laughs> dot Marquis, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-E dot M-A-R-T-I-N. But also, I'm sure I'll be typing the podcast somewhere or, or in the post. You'll um, be in the title of this out. episode. Yeah. That's That's you. Check me out, um, talk to me, ask me questions, ask me how I make my pieces, ask me how I source my bags, ask me whatever you want. I'm an open book, and I love to speak to others. I may not get to you very quickly, because I'm usually really booked with with orders and pieces, but I will get to you as soon as I can, and I will lovingly answer any questions that you have regarding my products, or my inspirations, or anything you want to know in general.
0: I love it. I love it. Definitely reach out, folks. Well, folks, this has been a spectacular pod. Uh, once again, Marquise, thank you so much. It's been it's been an honor and it's been a blast getting to speak to you. Saul, would you like to take us out? I would. Um, I should also mention I
1: <laughs> we we do an audio medium. Um, I've just realized that. A lot of the things that I do when I talk and when I listen are head and hand motions, um, and you guys can't see any of those. <laughs> um, definitely should have realized this before we are uh, before we got to our like forty something episode. However, <laughs> um, with that realization sitting fresh in the front of my mind, uh, I am Saul Thompson, and I am joined as always by my wonderful co-host John Hogaboom. And our awesome guest this week, Marquise, Marquise Martin. Martin. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast getting to to talk to you, to get to know you. Um, it's been really fun, and we hope to stay in touch in the future. Uh, and we are very, very excited to see what you make. Um, and maybe we'll lean on you for some more fit picks and product picks. Yes.
2: Um, in the future. Coming up very <laughs> soon. I have a bunch of photos I'm holding on to. They'll be up in like a couple of days or so. All Ooh, right, time. Yeah. Probably, probably by the time this podcast comes out anyways, it's Tuesday right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll have those pictures out very soon. You'll awesome.
1: Um, but as always, thank you so much for coming on Marquise. It has been an absolute blast. Uh, John and I thank you to no end. Um, but really do. together, uh, John and I, and this week Marquise, uh, are bringing you twice a week, every single week, uh, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, business as usual, tomfoolery as planned, and this has been the Pair of Kings podcast.
0: That it has. Have a great Thursday, everybody.
1: Have a great Thursday.